No, no foreplay. There was no foreplay before this episode. Just raw dogging, hit record. We are raw dogging, dreaming of you by Lisa Claypis. I don't even feel like bantering. I am disappointed. I was initially, and then the more I thought about it, the more I liked it. It's still not one of my favorite. This is going to be a contentious episode. What did you end up giving it? I went back and forth between three and four. I ended up going with three, but it's one of those Lisa Claypus situations, like Mm -hmm. all my other Lisa Claypuses that are three stars because they're like not as good. (laughs) Yeah. The the reason I think I gave this one two is because I was also I was like it could be a three it could be a two I was like I'd much prefer to read Seduce Me at Sunrise than this book ever again. All right, like well, I would I would actively reread that one on that because I'm not rereading Seduce Me at Sunrise. Or actually, I I don't even know what I gave. Did I give the one that you loved? Did I end up giving that one two stars? I don't know. Love in the afternoon. Yeah, I don't. I uh, I don't know. I really don't remember. I don't think. I think it was three. Um, so, I, like, even that one, like, I don't think I, – I guess that one I didn't have as much of, like, the anticipation and, like, the, like, ah, uh, around it, you know? Sure. <laughs> like, I, I, I started it, and then I was, like, it's taking a while for them to, like, do anything. And then the masquerade happened. I was, like, this is fun. And then they just separated, and I was, like, uh, 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 and then it just did shit. And I was, like, uh, 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 yeah. The separation was the thing that I initially didn't like, and then the more I thought about it, the more I was like, wait. Mm, I was. Like, I think it God. was deeply necessary. I think, I don't think it was unnecessary. I just hate, I mean, we've talked about it in our, like, Speak, Speak Now, the song, not the Speak Now album episode, how the whole engage to other people and, like, other things, and I just didn't find any interest in knowing Joyce was there and how she was portrayed how like anything with that happened Perry was boob punch his mom I mean she handled it well like I liked how she handled it but I was just like I don't care (laughs) I think that that intent let's let's back up welcome to romance your TBR (laughs) we're we're raw dog in it (laughs) no banter yeah. Uh, straight in. We're talking about Dreaming of You by Lisa Claypus. Straight in. <laughs> we are going straight in. Um, so if you don't want spoilers, that book yeah. was written in 1994. Um, mm-hmm. so you've had time to read it. We just mm-hmm. now read it, which is why we're discussing it. But you can always come back to this episode later if you want to. Raw I would recommend reading it. And then yeah. don't maybe don't raw dog this episode. Maybe maybe don't. We gotta stop saying raw dog. That's one too. It's, <laughs> One time too many. Um, yeah. Yeah. My thing with the separation. I don't think if I reread the book, I would, like, I think I would kind of skip over those chapters. Because mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't care to reread them. But I think that they, you can't have Sarah's character development without her going back no i i agree and like I, dealing with all of them my things. issue were, they were with derek i liked sarah it was with derek oh. i i don't understand how why he even liked her like i it was like a very zero to 60 like switch like i didn't i don't like him but i like sarah like she was cool i liked her a lot like even at the end like i wasn't a fan of like how 
the joy shit went down but i'm still like yeah honestly shoot her in the shoulder like go for it even though like maybe don't but do like i do respect great. i spent that whole ending scene because of course i was like how bonkers is this gonna be yeah because well, i was I got to 50% when they were separated. Well, like, right after the masquerade, I was like, what the fuck is going to happen in this book? I'm like, they, it would, I, I would, so I would, and obviously kidnapping. should have known. Yeah, it's Lisa Claypas, so there I had to be known. something. There had yeah. to be either fire or kidnapping, and we got There was both. both. <laughs> there were both. I do respect, because the whole time I was like, where is Dare? Like, because usually you would assume the hero yeah. would rescue or like it would be one of the, usually even if it's like the heroine saves herself, she usually does part mm-hmm. of the work and then like on the way out meets the hero or like mm-hmm. he helps her or something. So I was like, how is nah, Derek possibly going to find her? He's not. She's actually just going to accidentally <laughs> yeah. shoot Joyce in the shoulder and then get herself back. And I was like, oh, okay, bad bitch. <laughs> she said, let yeah, me deal no, with she this. Was, I, I thought she was great. I was really excited when that masquerade scene hit because she was like taking like initiative and she and I was like yeah hell yeah like I like seeing her go after him um and so I thought that was really fun and that like picked up the pace for me because I did think the beginning was a little slow I was like I don't really care what you're writing about and like I am so sorry I think that was important to the theme though there was a lot about like sex yeah but, but I don't think Kleypas even portrayed it well within the story so like I don't I actually thought it was a really interesting look at I, th- I think like the writing sure but I think positioning Joyce in that way and being like yeah I was sold at 15 and that made me crazy and I'm just gonna be like a terrible person and then how like Derek was like I need Sarah to like cleanse my soul yeah, but I think I was it was like, interesting eh. to juxtapose this, like, very rich, high-born lady as being the mm-hmm. one that, like, has really suffered and at being, quote, sold at 15, mm-hmm. and then to give, like, one of the other major characters, you know, major side characters is Tabitha, who's the the prostitute, who I feel like had a really distinct person. Like, she was a very likable character. I liked her yeah. a lot, and there was no sense of, I felt bad like, for her. Oh, I felt like, way worse for Joyce than I did for Tabitha. Well, I felt bad for both of them. I was like, I don't. Yeah, but I think Tabitha was written as a very, like, there's the scene where we have to come back to the scene where she shows up at her house. Um, no, that's, oh my God, there's like a Goodreads review. People are, they're still, to this day, it was written like a few years ago. They're still angry in it. Yeah, People, you're all wrong for being angry about that scene. Nothing makes me unhinged like that scene did, but hang on, because she addresses, she says when she first get there, she's like, oh yeah, I'm going to like visit my family. They think I'm a maid, but like, mm-hmm. like it's very clear that she's not like a tragic orphan who turned to prostitution with nothing yeah i didn't think she was tragic i guess do you think that he slept with her i don't know actually i was listening to the faded mates episode on dreaming Mm -hmm. of you and sarah mclean said she had lunch with lisa claypas and asked her because Mm -hmm. you go back and forth whether she did and apparently lisa claypas said it doesn't matter she doesn't know either but the thing, it matters to me in the fact that I don't like Derek go, going to a house wench. I honestly don't care that he went to someone. I don't like that he went to someone under his protection who he had never went to before and put her in that position. I don't care if she didn't feel embarrassed. I mean, she seemed embarrassed by it. They had to distinctly not talk about it again. I just didn't like that. I wish he would, like, because I clocked their resemblance. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll be used for, like, a heist plot. Like, the evil A, like, the good girl's guide to rakes or whatever. Or that even wasn't a heist, but they, like, duped them because they look similar. And then I got to it. I was like, oh, like, I guess I, I the glasses were up. way more romantic to me than him 
No, that made me lose my mind. That's the most unhinged. I guess I just don't understand why she would need to make it vague. Like, I don't like that. Like, I just need to know. Like, I don't like... I think because it well she said it doesn't matter because whether he slept with her or not the critical thing is that it's an emotional infidelity like yeah she is so tender about it like that is the critical part of that scene but would even like I would have rather than seen him in that scene not like be told about it like I guess it just didn't like it was it didn't anger me in the sense of like people thinking it was cheating i mean she was fully engaged with someone else she was like haven't trying to have that guy sleep with her sure, sure. meanwhile he's getting smooched on his lips by his mother i'm like sarah <laughs> sarah okay oedipus he's calling <laughs> he wants to give perry some notes okay like so i i don't feel like that that didn't anger me i was like you know she is fully like trying to marry this dude she's thinking she can do it obviously she got over it <laughs> So, like, I just, I don't like not knowing concrete things. And that's just a pet peeve of mine. Like, I don't like having to, like, guess or, like, have things. Because, like, there was the part where, like, Sarah believes that he slept with her because she said he made love. And then the only part that would make me contradict that is that later on when Sarah was, like, when he, he, like, she, like, took Sarah. Oh, I was, I'm getting Tabitha and Sarah confused. Uh, Tabitha took Sarah to the gaming, like, floor and was, like, here's a prostitute. And then he looked at her confused and was, like, I don't, like, sleep. I don't tumble with house wenches. Right. I think, and I think it, it was if he did, quizzical. though, that was supposed to be a, like, yeah. huge break to signify, like, how absolutely yeah. fucking obliterated this man is, is to the yeah. point where he is willing to do literally anything Mm-hmm. To help get over that, including go sleep with this person who looks like her and, like, pretend that it's her and hold her all night and be emotional. And then it still doesn't yeah. help. I don't think Tabitha was upset or embarrassed by it. She went – she she had a mission. She showed up at her house and was, like, yeah, this very, like, intricate, awkward, like, Sarah wants to ask about him without asking about him. So she's asking about, like, literally every person at the club. But meanwhile, Tabitha's trying to get her to ask about him mm-hmm. so that she can be like, let me tell you about Mr. Craven. Like, she was ready to go. I think Tabitha was not embarrassed so much as, like, trying to get her to come and, back. And, like, great for Tabitha. But not, like, I don't even, like, I don't care. <laughs> like, but I agree. Like, she wasn't, like, she wouldn't have, I think, stayed. Like, no, she I just think it was backbone. a situation, like, like lily trying to interfere where Mm -hmm. she's like i i hey uh, derek is down so bad listen to this thing that he did have you considered coming back to the club like just we only got like one like chapter of him being down so bad like that and i wanted more like we needed more of that he was already but but all this stuff like to me it was the glasses like keeping her glasses that was like the most like that's all i would have needed to know that he was like in the ground and no, like I needed that man to suffer. But the thing is, like, I just don't I didn't clock like it it just did not hit. I don't I don't know. I just because I liked it at the end when he would like thought she was dead. I mean that he suffered and that I thought was great. <laughs> like that was fun for me. But I like, do appreciate people <laughs> dogpiling on him as he's like trying to run into a burning yes, building. That was fun. I had a great little saucy time. I was like, haha. <laughs> this is this is fun. Um I just I think it just stemmed from me not like really like 
they had that critical like masquerade scene and like him realizing like that it was her and not some random woman and I think separating them right at that moment just really took the wind out of my sails even if it was necessary it just really I was like I don't want to be reading this anymore like I don't I understand yeah I'm not contradicting you yeah I totally get what you mean and I also was like oh no they're Mm -hmm. separating I will say I don't think because they didn't separate right after the masquerade initially no it was after the the Iva Jenner which was interesting to see how she like went with him but so I think we needed that specific order of events to break him number one just off the bat to get him to like Mm -hmm. emote or physically open himself up and she Mm -hmm. had to kind of trick him to do that then we needed to have her in danger at the riot and with Ivo Jenner to break him emotionally and be like bro I can't Mm -hmm. we love a man who shows up in a cape (laughs) with a cudgel with a cudgel cudgel. (laughs) he said I'm ready to fight and then they have have cudgeled them more he let them get away Oh, because I think he was trying to just, like, get rid of him so he could get Sarah out of there. I know, but I'm like, come on, dude. He's trying to get her out of the riot. Cudgel. Fair enough. If cudgel, use it. (laughs) Like, But then after that, you have the scene where she's like, hear me out. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's like, absolutely not. Well, first they make out a bunch. Yeah. And then he's like, I actually, I can't because you're fucking dangerous which i mm-hmm. eat up by the way that entire book everybody's like she's so sweet and nice she's just a little spinster and he's like she is a menace she is a danger to us all and he was right but i did get a bit just bored of her like innocence when i think that's I... why she needed to leave before yeah. and so, i don't like, think I there look... was a way yeah. forward for either of them at that point because yeah. he is so set in his like i'm bad guess... for you and she was like okay didn't see enough of them together on the page really like in the first half for me to like believe the second half like I just wanted like because I still think the separation could have happened maybe just a bit later in the book and I, think, I don't think it could have happened later well I wanted more just before like I wanted before that moment so, like I wanted them oh, I together yeah like before so then they have that exact like gotcha you know the masquerade and then but like I don't necessarily – I say I want more, but then I wasn't really, like, interested in the beginning. So, like, I wanted maybe, like – I don't know. I mean, it's I, – I don't know. Like, just something happening between them where they're, like, interacting a little bit more. Um, yeah, I would agree with you. Yeah, you know, because then, then that masquerade happens and then the tension's super high because it was already super high when you were like, ha, he doesn't know. And then – and I thought it was hot. Like, it was a great scene. And then um, the Ivo thing, which I thought was funny, and he went, like, he was like, I cannot believe someone, like, <laughs> let her go off with him. And that one guy who, like, saw her, and he was, like, desperate to tell someone. <laughs> that poor butler. Yeah. He was like, you actually can't. And she was like, yeah. yes, I can. And he was like, oh, no. <laughs> he was and so, so stressed. I, I had to pour one out for him. He was not having a great night. Um, and then you nobody at Derek Craven's no. establishment was having a good night. No, no, they weren't because the freaking police showed up. Oh god. Um, and then like I because uh, just the whole Joyce thing frustrated me. Just because yeah. I was like, I don't want to deal with you. Like I don't want to deal with what you're gonna do because you knew she was gonna come back. And my thing is that Derek was just dumb. 
You know, he was like, don't come back or I'm going to kill you. She comes back. Don't come back or I'm going to kill you. She comes back. Don't come back or I'm going to kill you. And I'm like, sir, do you think she's going to stop? And they get to this house party and he's not the least bit concerned. I'm like, my my good sir, actually my mediocre sir, what are you doing? Well, I think she didn't realize that she even had Sarah on her radar. I think he no, would have acted I a know, lot sooner but... if he had realized she knew who Sarah was. But it wasn't until she'd already set that plan in motion with the guy when he realized. But that you she just knew know about that her. this crazy wench is a crazy ass fucking wench. And she's gonna like, yeah. She, I mean, it's, it's I agree with you. Fine. To be clear, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I think he should have dealt with her earlier. Yeah. Except that then we wouldn't have the third act that we needed. However, yeah. I wish it was I do like think I don't he was very Ivo much like. Bus, but I wish it was him who did the third act. We can't <laughs> throw Ivo under the bus because we need him to, to be like a Evie. charming I know. guy. <laughs> I know. We have to root for Evie. <laughs> I um, I know. But. Where was I going? Oh, I think because he's, like, very much, like, I can defend myself. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's enough of a bother for him to try to take her out preemptively unless he had realized that Sarah was in danger. And at that point, he had no reason to think Mm -hmm. that she would go after Sarah. Like, he doesn't associate with her publicly and doesn't realize that everyone's talking about them. Mm -hmm. Which is also just a pet peeve of mine. It's, like, when you have a bodyguard romance and so much of the book is the bodyguard, like, protecting this the heroine and she is like his number one priority and then something happens and his pride gets hurt or like he just leaves and he doesn't leave her protected and then she's just completely unprotected and i'm like yeah, that's not doing? what happens in this book no but it's that it's the like you love this person so much and yet you're just gonna not think about her and like figure this shit out he but there was no reason to his knowledge well i think if joyce is in that house i'd be like uh <laughs> We're leaving. Or she's leaving. I don't think he could have done that. I don't care if he couldn't. He should find a way. <laughs> Apparently he's Derek Craven. <laughs> Apparently he can do anything. Yeah, but Derek, meanwhile, listen, I also, Derek is not a top hero yeah. of mine. I Although I asterisk with that. Um, however, I just don't see a way for him to get like he's fighting his demons this whole time where he he's like go I fight them her. away like no, if, but it's his like, demons are that he wants to be with her so he doesn't want to get then, rid of her but he also doesn't but even then like the ruining i just felt like that was like like that's the only way he was going to marry her so i felt that was like pretty easy and i'm just like i okay, yeah don't... but you have that whole great scene where he tries to like list off the that was good of that other was guys good. and she's like you marry him he's what like i you? will he's like i will make them be good husbands and she's like no you can't like, this is a bad plan and he's like I, he's like he is do? wealthy he is young honestly i was like I hear he he's attractive <laughs> she's like his hair is thin was he's like, like Trevis, he has Trevis a tall forehead that's a, a sign of it's dignified. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, bro, what? You, are you in love with him? Like, <laughs> I do think it was a great bit. Because yeah. you like, think I wanted yourself, more he's of like, okay, humor. I can deal with it. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, good. He's going to marry her. Mm-hmm. I do love the bit of him showing up with a list of men. <laughs> like, Derek, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, I really liked their chemistry when they were together for like sure. enough of a time. And when they were like going at it. And so, like, I I see, and, like, he had some unhinged lines. I mean, like, the teaser that you didn't even get in the audiobook, like, just the unhinged fact that they chose that specific line to just put at the beginning of this book, or the the, the specific paragraph. Sure. Like, huh? 
because he had like a similar one like a little bit prior which was like just a shade less unhinged when he wanted like his skin to melt into her skin and i'm just like the things this man says are hot the things he does aren't quite as hot to me but like he's got a way <laughs> with the I words think he did some things that were hot yeah I think he was in a mostly hot way he was good work I mean, he is very damaged. So I was like, I think Caroline will, I do will have a adore man. his damage. I will say one of the other things I learned from listening to that Faded Mates episode mm-hmm. on this book, uh, which I hadn't even thought about, is he's essentially the first like working class hero in historical romance. This came out mm. in 94. Um, the Proposition <laughs> is another early one, which we have read and covered on this Dare podcast. Dare we say the um, Derek Craven to uh harry rutledge to tom no to ariana grande to tom Severin. not <laughs> ariana grande in the middle of it um okay no 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 no, no. because harry rutledge and tom severin both said i want that one yeah. i went and snatched her and Derek so, Craven did everything in his power to not to not get her marry her which is i'm like come on sir i guess that's why i liked harry and that's why i liked tom is because they sure. just they also had no morals but they were like it's the Reese it. Winterborn as well, where he was yes. like, "Yeah, but Ooh, it will be mine. Yeah. It, she will be mine." Um, they did not dehumanize their wives. Let's make that clear. Um, neither did Derek, except for very briefly. But I thought it was kind of hot, where he was like, "He doesn't touch what's mine," and Sarah was like, "Pardon me." I was like, "Sarah, it's fine. Yeah. Just go with it." Um, but I do think, like, I can understand why if this is. Like, I think I understand why Derek Craven looms so large. And I think it's for people who, like, he was one of their first. I could I could definitely see that. Like, having read so many others before this, I definitely right. think the glow is dimmed. Yes. But I could totally see yeah. where, like, if this was one of the first. Or yeah. that would unlock something in me. Yeah. If I'd oh, never well, read a working class hero like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. If and, I like, I've seen. Or least famous ones. Mm-hmm. I've seen a, a number of reviews on Goodreads being, like, on their fifth reread, they didn't like the book, but their first one, they loved it. So, right. like, and they change as people, and the ch- times change, and obviously the book is dated, and it is a piece of culture. Um, and so it is fascinating, I think, because, I mean, I can't, I wasn't even born then, but, like, it'd be interesting to go and see mm-hmm. how I would feel about it then. Because I don't think I would have had as many qualms or, like, know what could be, you know, like... Yeah, I think if you I would have know, like, like if you don't have really any other... eaten up like mm-hmm. the eyeglasses in particular. If that, I, I mean, read... that still got me. Yeah, I just prefer other like uh, I think I mean Lisa Kleypas writes so many little. Yeah, her heroes mm-hmm. all kind of do that where they collect something, and so like mm-hmm. if I hadn't read like recent the Orchid or Matthew Swift and the Button and <laughs> you know all the other like, mm-hmm. then that would have probably hit harder. Yeah, if that was like an earlier Lisa Kleypas. Mm-hmm. So I think that's. I just prefer other Lisa Clayton yeah, books fun. more. It's fun to read this one to see where she went off and what how it stemmed other things of hers. Mm-hmm. So, like, I definitely think it should be obviously included in this old school mm-hmm. school, however we're oh, doing yeah. it. And it's like, I read Then Came You. I really don't remember it. I My review is, like, it was good writing, but I didn't like Lily. And I'm like, I didn't mind Lily here. So, like, I don't know what was going on with me in 2021. Do I really want to read it? I don't know. I liked them in this book, so I'm like, maybe. Um, well, you also said you did the audiobook. So I did, and I did. that, And that was before I had the whole... Yeah, that was before, like, 
I had the whole bar on it. Like I simply don't do it anymore. Right. And I think back then I was like, I can like handle it. But I did it for the first Sarah McLean one, the the red one. On the red by for, any other name. Yeah. And I, that was also Rosalind. And again, I remember none of it. And it was like a mid book, but like I'm gonna reread it because I think probably subconsciously and there was a Megan Frampton too that was Rosalind and looking back at all of those freaking books I was like not attracted to any of those heroes and I wonder why I didn't love none uh, well the third one most of Sarah McLean's gambling books are not like I understand why people like them but I think they were all Mm -hmm. a little bit too long for me but I will say reading this I was like number one I can see the Lisa Claypus influence yeah number two I preferred Sarah's gamblers to to this this this. was long this felt long it was pretty long like I just I think maybe if I think there was just too much beginning but then there wasn't enough other beginning like it was no I think maybe if we had cut down on the amount of time spent on the engagement like I do think we needed to see her go back to the town I think we needed to see her interact with Perry Mm -hmm. and have that like kind of disillusionment Mm -hmm. of like oh this is what I want but I liked it no I think it was really well done Mm -hmm. I think maybe if we had kind of skipped the like she finally gets him to propose and then they were fighting and do and instead just gone straight into the argument where she's like kiss me like make love to like I think that could have shaved down there were time There were a lot of details I skipped at her home. Like, I just was like, I don't care about what this house looks like or, like, what this looks like. I really enjoyed her parents, though. Her parents were cute. I I really liked vibing with them. I was like, oh, my God. elderly parents who were super chill. (laughs) And then when Derek Craven came to them. I weep. (laughs) The dad was like, oh, yeah, okay, get married. Because, like, Amara's lust (laughs) entered the chat. Amara's lust has entered the chat. (laughs) <laughs> he's like oh god he's like oh yeah we gotta <laughs> speed this up yeah and i really i really liked her mom and how she like because yes. uh, again it's so rare in historical romance to have good supportive wholesome parents mm-hmm. i really like seeing it yeah and so like seeing i think her name was katie mm-hmm. which threw me off a little bit i was like why are we referring to their first names i'm like who is this i was like oh it's her mom um because like she was like i think you should stay away from that wench down the road like she's kind of a bitch and like she's gonna want to live with you she's gonna want to like make out with her son and it's gonna get kind of weird for a little bit there and then you're not gonna you're not gonna get out of it and I was like yeah I like that so and again I I do agree with you that you needed to see her get that backbone there and like show how she changed at Derek's I think I just want a little bit more of her changing at Derek's before she went home or not even like her like acknowledging that she changed but just like well but I don't think she changed until she went yeah and realized what she wanted right Mm -hmm. but I I I understand what you Mm -hmm. mean yeah like it's again like I gave it two stars just because I don't want to reread it I I didn't want to finish it even like I liked the parts that I liked like there were some things that I really enjoyed like the masquerade the end like that's the kind of drama that I do enjoy but it was just like I think I could reread some of the the other ones that I didn't, like, give higher ratings to. But this one would just be like, you know, I read it. Um, I don't think I'll forget it, which is also a plus. You know, Mm -hmm. like, it's not a forgettable book by any means. So, like, that also helps in the the not having to reread column. Sure. Um, And also not having the audiobook. Like, I'm not – I wouldn't reread just for that reason. Um, So – it, no, I guess you. 
I'm glad yeah. that I did yeah. read it. I don't oh, yeah. I don't know that I would reread it all. Yeah. I mean, I think I would go back if and you were do, if you were yeah. parts of it rather than reading. Like I said, I would probably skip all the mm-hmm. chapters and green whatever the village just because I, I feel something something like that um but i do like i mean i appreciate that derek is kind of the blueprint for the like the self-made man hero mm-hmm. the the quote-unquote capitalist hero which i always by the way i will keep pushing back on that because i think derek craven is the perfect example of she's not writing pro-capitalist heroes she's writing heroes who are Pro- ravaged anti-poverty by yeah well, anti-poverty but they're like, ravaged try- by the exactly. process like of making to... themselves mm-hmm. that's his whole like you yeah. can see the tom severin influence hmm. i mean you know the way that Derek craven became yeah. oh, the kind yeah. of tom severin yeah. character his literally she explicitly yeah. is like he has everything and yet he feels empty and is constantly seeking more and mm-hmm. by the end he doesn't rebuild the club because he's like oh Mm-hmm. getting all of the wealth and power in the world is not what i need like it's the most anti-capitalist i don't know yeah. i don't know y'all i mean he still was able to like have the several lands and houses and be oh, like yeah, if he's you don't still if you, rich like if you don't want this house that we've got we've got 10 others if you don't want any of those we can buy them like we can do whatever you need to like spend my money um so yeah like i i didn't find i think great interest sure in his character in that sense, but I find interest in seeing how she has developed that further right. in others. And because I, I saw you see a comment, pieces of him in a yeah. lot of other characters. Yeah. And I saw a comment on Goodreads about how like her style changed with the wallflowers and like after with the Ravenels and stuff. Um, I could see that. Yeah. And so they're like, even if like, it may not hit the same buttons that like later Clapuses do for you, you'll still, like, see her roots mm-hmm. in it. Oh, yeah. Which I agree with, you know? Like, it doesn't do what Tom's book or Reese's book or uh, Harry Rutledge did to me because I think she perfected... Like, I didn't... There were some parts where, like, during the sex scenes, I didn't get a lot from Sarah and I wanted more from her. Um, there was a lot of her protesting, which again, like I didn't really have an issue with that, but it was more like, I don't know how she's feeling. Like Hmm. I thought she wasn't enjoying it, but then she liked it. And I was like, I don't know what's, I want more from her because like the first one I didn't even realize was in her POV a little bit Mm -hmm. because then the second one was from him. And I was like, wait, did we, was his also the first one? And it wasn't, but it was just so short from her that like, I wanted more of like what she's going through, like what is going Mm -hmm. on there. So I think she really and again like I still like Sarah but I think as she went on writing her heroines I found um had a lot more like I don't know airtime I guess I don't because like you still Mm -hmm. you learn like I still know Sarah like I know who she is and like how she feels and stuff um but the sex scenes were pretty anticlimactic for me I think especially the first one the other a few other ones were fine but the first one I was like what I was like I don't but I will say, while we're on the subject of sexy, oh yeah, breastfeeding. <laughs> I was like, wait, yeah, yeah, Derek. That was funny. It wasn't even. I could see if like because she was like leaking milk a little bit. I could see like you know you you like lick it and you're like oh haha. But then he started fully suckling. Mm. I was like, Derek, Jesus, on, on Lisa will write some a, things. He's a little little kitten. <laughs> Lisa will put some shit in her sex scenes, and yeah. I respect it because it comes out of nowhere every time. Mm-hmm. 
and then somebody will slip a finger up the butt and you're like what <laughs> or someone will start breastfeeding and you're like pardon i can't drink coffee during this i can't <laughs> choke i'm gonna waterboard myself and it's in the epilogue too i know i thought we had settled down but no no well i and i would have liked that i guess like i wanted to see his reaction to being told that she was pregnant i want a little bit more like i was like kind of sad that she was already like had already given birth to that um just because i always love the the reveal um it's just a thing i like but um i thought there were just too many sex scenes at the end like i thought it was oh, just like Hannah, just because I, well, I was just done i was like i don't like they're just That's it's not just my issue at all like it just I got didn't to mind a... that we skipped over the reveal because I think we needed to get to the part mm-hmm. where he's parading his baby around, I showing. I, I, I would have liked maybe the reveal at the end, and then the epilogue could have been like post pregnancy. It I just doesn't make sense, but I like I like it. <laughs> but like, no, he was a cute. He was a cute dad. I enjoyed that, and just the things like the the nurse made when he like came up, he like galloped up into the room. I will say, I, I I think one thing that Lisa Kleypas does really well, and she does it here, is that because her climaxes are almost always external conflict, like with mm-hmm. Joyce, I think she does a really good job of, like, they got married early enough on, and, like, he doesn't say I love you until the very end, yeah. but that doesn't really bother Sarah mm-hmm. that much. Like, yeah. I think she's kind of- more. No, I bothered him, but yeah. like I think she had gotten to a point where like she knows mm-hmm. she she's she knows right like she was like he fucked that woman he loves me <laughs> honestly I respect her for it because I, I was like I, wow, she was she was way more emotionally developed than I would have been oh like, well that's a different go issue. Queen. um but I I think that it's a thing that Lisa does in a lot of her books where they get married early enough on that you have time to see them on page just kind of like living out their happy mm-hmm. marriage and like having a good time and like see how they settle into it and then the external conflict mm-hmm. hits whereas i think a problem i have with a lot of romance novels contemporary and historical is like you get you the don't get to... resolution at the very very end of the book and then mm-hmm. all you get is like the epilogue to kind of see them happy mm-hmm. and i like seeing like the seeds of at least if not actual yeah. domestic bliss in the book itself oh i i completely agree i think there's a really I mean, in two parts, there's a fine line for me of when they get married, of, like, when, like, mm-hmm. if they get married too early, I'm just, like, the entire, like, they're just going to be, like, fighting, like, the entire time, because that's, like, a specific plot, but then if they get married too late, like you said, you're probably not going to see a lot of things, so I thought the the time that they got married was good, um, but that is another thing of mine that I love, like, the Stacey Reed, her wicked Marquis, um, like, the entire book, they're just having conversations, and, like, playing chess and just like getting to know each other mm-hmm. um which isn't a lot of people's or isn't some people's cup of teas just because like they're not nothing not much is happening but that connection is really growing mm-hmm. and so I think a lot of mine like one duke down um a lot of them that I really do love for different reasons and some other like very dramatic ones are when you can just see them falling in love and like that you'd know how like, you said this in another episode like how their marriage would be it was about the proposition. What, yeah. Yeah. Like how they would just be day to day because you've seen it already, like in right. the book without her explicit, explicitly being like, oh, yeah, this is them and their marriage. 
like that that's what they would do well, and i think it works in books like so many of lisa Claypus where like there is mm-hmm. a conflict within the relationship but it kind of gets at least mostly resolved like mm-hmm. i said he needs to actually come to terms and confess that he's in love with yeah. her but it for all intents and purposes he has he just mm-hmm. hasn't said the words mm-hmm. um but it's resolved enough early enough on that you can enjoy that and so it works really well when there's an external third act mm-hmm. like for example a factory blowing up and a train falling on you um, or just getting kidnapped to go make guns in a closet sure sure um or or your past catching up to you and you getting uh, i was gonna say you're, you're on a bridge <laughs> your your carriage goes in the water it's storming you get washed away nothing hits People think quite you're dead. like elisa clapis third act except yeah. for perhaps beverly, beverly jenkins. jenkins third act oh, but yeah. beverly jenkins third act also third act, I mean, external, and they, they happen at, like, the 98% mark, oh, so yeah. you're like, hello. Oh, the entire, um, what series is that? The Old West series. <laughs> All of my reviews are, like, my updates. I'm at, like, 97%, like, hanging on. I'm like, come on. She was just kidnapped. We are at 97%, and it's still great, but I just... Because you, you think she's going to trick you. You think you're not going to get it. Nope. You're you always going to get something. And then someone's like thrown by the throat. Or in this case, <laughs> five pages in, Sarah just <laughs> shoots someone shot in the throat. throat. <laughs> when she awesome. first, like the gun went off and Joyce <laughs> yeah. had been hit, I was like, is yeah. Sarah's body count too? And Joyce didn't end up dying. But like, I thought for a second there. I would have preferred Joyce just to die. Like, I was I like, felt is Sarah's body count going to be higher than Derek's by the end of this book? I felt too bad for Joyce to fully want her to live in whatever hell that that horrid husband was going to create for her. Yeah, Joyce was interesting. I don't it like was, that she was crazy, but I did feel bad for her for a lot mm-hmm. of the books. I didn't like her. I didn't no. want to meet her. Like, no. I never... No, that's an but, evil woman. However... Yeah. You do, I think she did mm-hmm. a really good job of making it so that you understood why she wa- was the way mm-hmm. she was. And you have to kind of confront that and be like, you're not a good person and you're not excused for being a horrible person. Mm-hmm. But I do feel bad for the circumstances that made you the way that you are. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was just used a little bit too heavily to like show like the differences between sure. Joyce and Sarah of just like sarah's innocence and he had a line about mm-hmm. how he wanted her to like cleanse his sins which has happened in other books i sure. don't know them um and i guess it's just because like giving like i think it was much better done in devil in winter where yeah. there's a conversation with maybe it's lillian mm-hmm. somebody tells evie essentially like you're his like his deepest fantasy and she's like yeah. oh no way like his fantasy must be like very worldly experienced mm-hmm. women and they're like no it, works. it worked a lot better there and it really worked me. in devil in winter mm-hmm. but it's i think it's because sebastian doesn't ever recognize like he's not lusting after her because she's innocent i think vocalize. it's just like a deep-seated thing that yeah. he doesn't even realize is there that he's like longing mm-hmm. for the love of someone innocent mm-hmm. he hasn't gone to therapy yet he has Derek, not. for better or for worse understands he's just <laughs> And you know what? I gotta respect it. He's like, I'm not a good guy. You don't want to know me. Like, it... <laughs> you don't want to know me now. My castle's no. um on fire. And there's a train on top of me. <laughs> no, um, no, no. That's Simon. I know. Um, he has a pile of men on top of him. <laughs> that's exactly where I want to be. The pile of men on top of me. I don't think you do. <laughs> I think it would get um, a little hard to breathe. 
No, I think this book is a this book goes to a song on 1989 for me. Um, Interesting. I know. I would have to but, go back and look at the track list to guess. Mm-hmm. But it it's one that I'm like, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It works. Um, oh. So that's another. I have a guess, but interesting. Well, we'll have to wait till whenever she releases that goddamn album. I don't know when. Hopefully before the end of the year. I don't know how. <laughs> we can't freaking to song. We can't do it. Speak for yourself. <laughs> Speak now. Nice. Speak less. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah. What was I? Th- oh, yeah. I, I was just thinking about that. It. I really, my brain. Um. Because we were talking about the castles crumbling and like his. You don't want to know me. Oh, yeah. I mean, I. I thought it was interesting that he was like, I literally need to send you away. Like, I can't be with you. And I, I enjoyed the side characters, like, talking to each other and being like, what, this guy? <laughs> like, I do is... love Lisa Kleypas' little side yeah. scenes with other – there's the – I had a, a note written. I didn't take a ton of notes on this one, mm-hmm. but there is the scene – I very cinematic. There's a scene where they start making out in the garden, and then she, yeah. like – cuts to alex and Mm -hmm. lily and also joyce having their own little spats over here and then it cuts back to them making out in the garden and you're like okay Mm -hmm. however there is a there's a quote i think from that scene um where alex calls her my beautiful meddlesome little bully and i was like me and who Mm -hmm. me and who because i also would be lily like in there manipulating and alex is like i need you to chill and she's like no they need my help I'm just realizing that Lily and Lillian. Interesting, mm. Lisa. Interesting. Yeah, no, I liked I liked them in this book. I thought they were fun. Um, because, again, you needed that external, like, drive of someone else showing this happening to them. Um, because Derek was very, one, like, one-track mind. Like, I don't – I can't have her. I will ruin her, which like to some regard, like I I respect. I'm like I guess like if you don't, if you don't think you're good for her, it, and it worked differently than that. Like I'm not good enough for her. Like difference or whatever mm-hmm. is not even really a class difference. But I don't even know if she was like. It's not quite, which is interesting. Situation again, difference. It's kind of, it's so early, like. Mm-hmm. It's not really class difference, exact. I mean, yeah. a little bit. I feel like she's it's like respectability she, difference. Like gentry, yeah, yeah, landed. Yeah, I don't know that she is landed. Do they have? Or mm. I don't know. I, I guess no she's clue. just kind of like middle class, essentially. I, she's a writer. They're not super I rich. Did find it fascinating that everyone knew she was the writer, because so many like heroines who are authors have to hide it. Hmm. and like she was just not, she did not hesitate to tell people that she was the author and like no, no. one was like i mean i guess perry was like and his mom were like you sure. uh, this is kind of a disgrace and whatever but i just thought that was fascinating because it obviously it wasn't like erotica or anything but still i mean it people were like you are writing about too, yeah so, yeah um so i, I found that probably interesting. a result of her parents mm-hmm. their whole like we're not we're old Mm-hmm. We're not gonna live forever. She needs to kind of just like learn to do what she's yeah. gonna do, and so she's like, "Why would I 
Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I, I just found. Her. Although she does use her initials. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. remember. Does uh, what's her name? And suddenly you. Does she hide that she's a writer? Mm, that's a great question. I feel like she might like hide it from her family. Is she just like a fiction else? writer, or is she, is she like a? I actually don't remember. I think it's just fiction because then uh, Jack Devlin That's starts why he's... pitching it as like serialized. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. I don't think she really hides it though. I it's because she like networks at parties and stuff. Yeah. So I don't know. It just Maybe doesn't it, seem like the very that is, that happens thing. earlier too. I think I guess like the Regency and like getting later, they were more stodgy about those things i guess a lot of them that i've read they're like erotica writers or like they're like indecent books that they can't own so i just found it a different like take on oh no you know what it can't be anything scandal because she's super um like puritanical in suddenly you and suddenly you and he tries to get her to like relax a little and she's like no this is important to the moral messaging of my story and he's like this is a boring scene and you need to cut it raspberry meat morals <laughs> see who oh, wins that battle will um where do i even how do we get back to dreaming of you um God, i don't know one of my notes is just six twenty-five no nightgowns which i thought was important mm. It was important enough for me to write it down that she showed up at that dressmaker and he was like, I'm here because my wife won't spend my money. And she was like, I need six dresses and a a good sturdy nightgown. And he was like, she needs 25 dresses and we will not need any nightgowns. And she's like, oh, you're French. (laughs) It was very Reese Winterborn coded is what it was. Yeah. Mm hmm. Oh my god! Oh, the one note that I liked was just her bursting into tears. Um, it really reminded me of the Tangled meme, where Finn Flynn is just like sitting on like a rock, <laughs> and then she's just like in the field, just like sobbing. <laughs> her hair is me of the uh third. I think it's Thirty Rock scene where he's mm-hmm. patting her with the broom, <laughs> like they're there because he literally yeah. is like awkwardly hugging her, going yeah. like. I, I enjoyed when she cried because it, he was like, what? He's like, no, please don't cry. You can't. They're there. Because he's like, I this is something that I've seen Lily do. Pat, pat. <laughs> like, he said, uh-oh. Yeah. So I, I, I cause she, cause she like burst into tears after the whole um, riot, riot yeah. with Ivo and stuff. Um and he was just so because she thought he was going to be angry at her. <laughs> she was just like, what? I think the presence oh. of Ivo is so funny because mm-hmm. what does he even do except for like a little prankster? <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a little some hell. a little trickster. He shows up. He's like, "Tihi, I got the police to raid the place." He gets her out. He abandons her in a riot so he can go like, fight people. Just jumps out. Is like, let me punch, punch. Like, yeah. it wasn't like ill intentioned. <laughs> just like wanting to fight no you just he goes off he shows up at the end literally just to be like hey i came to tell you i didn't start the fire like we didn't start the fire i have a generous version um um yeah i wonder what i would have thought of ivo jenner if i didn't know that we had to have the setup to 
Jenner's and Evie and all of that. Like, why is that goblin little man he there? He really reminded me of, like, the um, dwarves in Lord of the Rings. Again, you don't have great <laughs> memories with Lord of the Rings, but they're just ready to cause ruckus at all times. <laughs> like, in my head, he does kind of look like a dwarf. Yeah, yeah, just, like, bursting out of that door. <laughs> like, they're just ready to pound you. And, like, that, and I just not in a hot way. No, no. I just couldn't get that out of my mind. So, yeah, I just really pictured Ivo. I mean, that's fair. the Lord of the Rings treatment. That's valid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he, he added a little bit of fun and spark into the plot, which I think was necessary. Like, I think you're, yeah. like, it would have been an interesting how she would have done that without him at the masquerade to, like. No, yeah, we needed to get her out. Mm-hmm. Get her and endangered. Scared of her. Get him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we also needed him to tell them to be like, hey, I saw this dark-haired lady that might have been her leaving with a blonde lady. Mm-hmm. Um, he was just... And he and I'm like, sir, you don't... Like, immediately you hear blonde and you're like, oh, you who? <laughs> I'm like, who do you think? You have not put a stop to her. <laughs> like, my dude... <sighs> I will say, having read enough Lisa Claythuses, we were, like, getting to the, I think it was probably an hour out in the audiobook, mm-hmm. and I was, like, haven't heard from Joyce in a while when, because mm-hmm. I knew it was coming, and then she's, like, alone in the mm-hmm. room looking in a mirror, and then turns a little bit, and mm-hmm. I was, like, ah, oh, here we go. Literally, I was, like, What's oh, What's the other great. one? There's, there's a standoff with somebody that has a gun in a bedroom. Do you know what I'm talking about? There's another Lisa Claypus where the third act is a standoff and they like show up in her room with a gun. Oh, which I'm just is thinking it? of the Tempt Me a Twilight wedding with a gun, but that's different. <sighs> well, we can go through. It's not it's not um the summer one. No, it's not summer, it's not it's not autumn. Autumn or winter. No. It's not it's spring. Not, it's not Matthew Swift, because he would never um he would just get thrown into a river um which means it's gotta be a raven elf maybe it's the first one what's the third act of is there even really a third act oh no no no! that one's the train crash where you get well no because that happens early enough on that reese has time to like kind of recuperate while they're there what's the third act of uh i and kathleen i don't remember it's not Devil in Winter. It's not Scandal in Spring. It's not Hello Stranger. Is it? It's not the Devil in Disguise one, is it? Because he's, no. he's he's getting he has murder attempts. But it could also be the the oh. doc the it could also be the um the one with, it's like the black and the pink cover. Hello Stranger. It's not not that one. Devil in Disguise. How does that? It might have been Devil in Disguise. Except for now it's killing me that I can't remember if the train crash was the third act of Cold Hearted Rake or if it was. I don't, know I don't think there I don't I think it happened too early to be the third act. But I don't think there was a major, like, crazy thing that happened in Cold Hearted oh, Rake. You know what it was? No. There was that whole thing. <laughs> You're like, no, I was just saying that I, <laughs> I, don't. I don't. There was that whole I don't remember what the reason was, but I have a very clear like Kathleen goes to Reese. And mm-hmm. Reese well, it, comes on to her. Oh. 
and is like kind of nasty to her. I think he's I, I think he's trying to intimidate or scare her or something. And Devin mm-hmm. loses his mind, and then yeah. I, I think that's when they break it off and says he can't marry Helen, and that sets off marrying Winterborn because Helen is like, hey, I actually still wanted to marry him. If anybody wanted to ask my opinion on that, poor Helen. She's I love there. Helen. Plant. <laughs> like, hey guys, did you think to perhaps ask my opinion on this? Ah, uh, God, nobody's doing it like Reese. Five fucking minutes. Winterborn. Mm-mm. I I think about him constantly. I want him biblically. <laughs> The more I've been thinking, the more I keep going back to Harry Rutledge. And I don't even think I gave that one five stars. But I think I need I, – I, either I did or I was just stupid. So jury's out, really. I mean, I can easily go check. But wh- where's the fun in that? Um, but I have the urge to reread that one a lot. Even, honestly, more than Married by Morning, which I loved. I just think, like, I didn't appreciate enough mm. what was going on in Tempe and Twilight. Sure. And, like, I still really liked it. But I think that would just like was simmering, and then now it's like boiling over. Mm. Anyway, yeah. anyway, dreaming of you. Final wrap up. We need I guess a lesson. we need a lesson. Yeah, I don't know what the lesson for this one is. The, I had the thought: Why be a rat catcher when you could be a mouse? <laughs> <laughs> I veto that. I know. I simply I like, refuse. I I was like, I don't know what. I mean, you could argue the lesson is to, <laughs> like, take out, cry in front of a man to control. I don't know something about that. No, I mean, like, take out the villain before she can take you out. Like, <laughs> if somebody threatens to take away everything you love, maybe take that seriously. You know, like that is very true. Can the last one be related to breastfeeding? Uh, ooh. Ooh, where can we go with that? I have no idea. It was like, a, it's in the epilogue. It's not a good lesson to take from this, but. Well, I mean, it was a lesson. It taught us something. I don't know what it taught me. That Lisa Clape is Will? She will go for it? I don't know. What's the. Kidnapping? It either will go kidnapped or flames or something. It's going to be forever. It's going to go down in flames. I, um, <laughs> I just really, like, what there will I be kidnapping. There book? will be. I feel like usually I take a clear lesson. Yeah. This one was really just like Matthew Swift's supremacy was my lesson. <laughs> it was just like my sweet summer child. So nice. Uh... So handsome. Capitalism. <laughs> Capitalism. <laughs> That's just a lesson. Um, don't let capitalism get you down. <laughs> I don't know. Wait. Well, what did Sarah learn from this? Put on a hot dress and show your boobs. I don't think she that's learned what, that. Well, I mean, that's true. Although, notably, Derek at the Modiste was like, "I don't want them titties out." <laughs> you remember that? He said, maybe let's keep it classy. Uh, <laughs> classy titty. Um, um, masquerade masks. You're just throwing out 
items in this book. Spectacles. Tentacles? Spectacles. You caught... Whoa. I was like, huh. Spectacles. Um... Mm. Steal her glasses before she steals your girl. <laughs> hey, that could work. I have "Steal My Girl" by One Direction stuck in my head because it came on. Every time I hear that song, I think of the lip sync battle that Anna Kendrick mm. did. I think about mm-hmm. it every single time, and her like ripping her shirt open. I mean, her jacket open to show the mm-hmm. shirt. Mm. That's a great song. Like, just the, the music part? Oh. It's true. Steal her spectacles before she steals your girl. She did. She snatched her. I, I like that. I don't know what it really taught them. Because he technically did steal It's them, true. He and stole them and then she anything. nonetheless snatched him. Hmm. Everybody's trying to steal your girl. I don't know. One Direction knew all along. <laughs> Lisa Kleypas wrote Steal My Girl by direction steal my girl is actually from the pov of Derek craven <laughs> canon <laughs> i i too had lunch with lisa clapis and she told me that <laughs> i that was my priority so canon confirmed <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, um one direction they were Derek craven stands don't get in a carriage with Ivo Jenner. Or do. <laughs> or do. <laughs> um, you know what I can't stop thinking about? I don't know how to tie uh, this back to the lesson I learned. That man was born in a drain pipe. Yeah. Without a name. So he just chooses Derek Craven. I mean, I get that. Yeah. I get that. Oh, get the drama. that scene where the guy is like, ha ha ha, fuck those little kids who have to go clean yeah. these. And he's like, I'm going to ruin your life. And then Alex was like, he's like, apologize on his behalf. And Alex is like, I'm going to leave. Alex I don't, was like, no. I don't want to <laughs> deal with that. Like, I, mm. <sighs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. This is a hard one. It is. What lesson did I learn? Don't don't marry a mama's boy. Marry a boy raised by prostitutes. No. <laughs> um, things that were snatched. <laughs> and now I'm thinking about him being a fucking body snatcher. <laughs> oh yeah, we didn't even talk about that. He's just—I thought he was gonna be a grave robber. No, he's he's stealing the corpses. That is what a grave robber is. Well, I thought grave robbers stole like all the artifacts and stuff. Oh. No, I mean yes, but also bodies. Oh, like I just had it. I just pegged it for that, and then he's like, "No, I actually sold them. Like they were fresh." And I was like, "Oh, that is a little traumatic." Lesson. Even if you start out snatching bodies, one day you'll be snatching glass. <laughs> oh my god. Um, it's the lesson that I took. Just like the bodies that he took, you know. Oh god. Body count means so many different things. <laughs> no amount of research can prepare you for Derek Craven's penis. Uh, I, mm. Okay. She's speechless, guys. She's so impressed. Yeah. Um for that. Yep. Yeah. Dang it, I had a thought, now it's gone. 
Chased Out by Derek Craven's Dick. <laughs> what else is there? What's like a do and a don't? That's an easy lesson. Do this. Don't do that. Do steal her glasses. I'm really still stuck on the bodies. <laughs> I really can't get past. Do steal her glasses. Don't steal bodies. <laughs> I can't. I will never recover. This is a challenge. If he bangs a prostitute who looks like you. It's love. It's true love. It could have been. What could have been? No what? nightgowns necessary. Fuck it. Do steal her glasses. Don't order her nightgowns. Yeah. That's the only lesson I took from this. Yeah. Minus the body snatching. The body snatching, we we sh- we we can't spoil that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know where that was going. <laughs> Invasion of the Body Snatchers. God. Can you imagine? You haven't read Dreaming of You and you just see on our social media, dude, steal her glasses, don't steal bodies. I'd be like, what is that book about? Honestly, honestly, Lisa, if you're listening, hire us. We've got, we've we've got, got your marketing real campaign marketing experience. For the book you published in 1994, that's perhaps your greatest known work. <laughs> you need us. You we've got an us. ad campaign ready to go. <sighs> yeah, I've got nothing to contribute on top of that, except that that's what, that's what Eric Craven taught me. Okay. Well, I will say if someone stole my eyeglasses, I'd be pissed. I feel like it's very hard to get eyeglasses made back then. It's yeah, freaking expensive to get them made now. I mean, we saw how romantic it was when Leo Hathaway. Oh, fuck, we did. I know. Went so- and got her special fancy glasses. That was so hot. It was hot. Mm. He said it, it deserves a beautiful frame. Mm. I said, shut up, Leo. You shut up right now. There's an old Dorothy Parker poem. It's like, men don't make passes at women who wear glasses. This could be men make passes at women who (laughs) wear glasses. glasses. (laughs) And also steal them. And also steal them. Honestly, that's the lesson that I learned. I kept forgetting that she wore glasses, actually. I feel like Mm -hmm. after that point, we never really talked about the glasses again. That is true. And I was like, does she still need them to see? <laughs> I didn't quite know what, like, her vision prognosis was. I don't know either. Maybe they I were just, just, like, I didn't know glasses. if she needed them for, like, reading or, like... Because if she said, she if she's setting them down everywhere, she's definitely not, like... Sure. Sure, sure. Unless... I, but I guess glasses back then probably weren't great. So, like, if you can see up close and you can't see far away, you may have to take them off to see things up close. I don't know. I have truly no idea. Um, make passes. Mm-hmm. Men make passes at women who wear glasses as long as they can steal them and keep them in their pocket by their heart and look at them longingly <laughs> and talk to them probably and maybe put them on a prostitute. That man was so unhinged. Good for him. Imagine if he put the glasses on the prostitute. Could you imagine? That's wild. I just remember being like, Lisa, you've written some sick things, and you were so insane for this. Thank you. 
I love a hero who will do really honestly like not great things morally in the throes of like my life is so fucked right now. I eat it up. Num num num. Munch munch munch. Num 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 indeed. <laughs> num num num. Okay. Well, we did it. We did. Tune in next week for our Speak Now song pairings. Song and book pairings. Yeah. It's gonna be crazy. Many historical romances will be recommended. Oh, so many. At least 22 each. Definitely more than that. So, like... Mm -hmm. I don't know about you. Hunker down. But I'm feeling 22. 22? Yeah. (laughs) Hunker down, indeed. (laughs) I don't know about you, but I'm feeling dreaming of you. Ooh. I rhymed you with you, so it's not, like, great, but, like, eh. Poets have been cringier, I guess. It's true. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Goodbye.